I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Full Coverage, a podcast by beauty lovers for beauty lovers. Today, I am your host. It is me, the unprofessional beauty lover, the most unprofessional of them all, because I should be writing a book right now, but instead I am talking to you. What are you going to do? Nothing. Um, hi, gang. It's me, Lindsay Kelk. Happy New Year. Happy 2020. Isn't it mad? Does anyone else feel like we're living in the future? I feel like we were promised flying cars by now. Something's gone horribly wrong. I'm not entirely sure what it is. I feel like I could point at a few things. I'm not gonna, because we're not going to get political today. Uh, today, we are going to talk about beauty, because that's what we do. Uh, and I think, you know, a lot of people are struggling through some trying times at the moment. We thought, Happy New Year, things would pick up. Happy New Year, maybe not so much. Um, but what we can do is be here for each other and talk about lovely things, which is very nice. Um, one of the big things I have seen as a trend, both in the real world and in our beloved Facebook beauty banter group, is a no by January. So that's going to be our main feature today. Um, as I say, it is just me. I am very, very, very sorry to say um, Ms. Hadfield, Ms. Difficult Eyes is on brief hiatus because it's award season in LA uh, and she is actually making people beautiful uh, for money. That's literally her job. That sounds really weird, isn't it? <laughs> I make people beautiful for money. Uh, she is doing makeup artistry as I speak. She is a uh, primping and prepping people for the Golden Globes, which is uh, this evening on Sunday. So actually it's just happened. So I'm going to talk about a few of the looks and the trends that we saw at the Globes this year. Uh, but yeah, that's why it's just me. But that's good, right? Because when we get to see her again, she'll have loads of gossip for us. And by us, I mean me. Uh, but I'm very excited. Uh, another thing that we're going to talk about this week, apart from No Buy and apart from the Golden Globes, is new news there is a surprisingly large amount of it uh january is always a weird time because it's winter as we all know and our faces know and our bodies know and our heating bill knows but brands are starting to bring out spring products so uh, more skincare than we have seen more base stuff start to see a lot more concealer and foundation launches in spring than you will in winter. It's always quite interesting. Uh, and yeah, there has been no slack. There's been no slack cut in all the new launches that are happening at the moment. I feel like we could go on all day. I will not, I promise. But uh, I have got a bunch to tell you about. And I'm saying this knowing that we're going into a no buy episode. But it's, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through it together. I believe in us. Uh, first thing to know about is a new concealer from Hourglass. Now, you'll remember, I am sure, that Hourglass brought out their Vanish Liquid Foundation last year. This time last year. It was last January. Um, and we liked it. It was a little bit harder to work with than we had both anticipated. It's very, very, very highly pigmented liquid foundation. You only need the tiniest, tiniest amount, and then you've got to buff it out. Skin's got to be really perfectly prepped before you can use it. I think if you're on the drier side, it's not for you. I haven't found myself reaching for it a ton, but when I do, it's because I want really natural looking skin. Uh, I think because it is so liquid and densely pigmented, it's not going to give you really any finish. It just ends up like you're buffing pigment directly into your skin. So whatever tone and texture your skin has, you're going to keep that texture and just even out the tone. Uh, but with that in mind, they have brought out the Vanish Airbrush Concealer. Uh, that has launched right now. That's in the shops right this very second. Uh, all the stuff that you need to know that people are interested in, it's free of sulfates, SLS, SLES, parabens, phthalates, mineral oils. Uh, it has less than 1% of synthetic fragrance, which seems like a weird call out, but okay. Uh, the product is also vegan and cruelty-free, like all Hourglass products, so we love that. Um, we don't have it to test yet, but it's on its way to us. We have been soundly assured. So by the next episode, I should be able to tell you a little bit more. 
but uh, the idea is it's crease resistant, light reflecting liquid concealer. So whenever you see like light reflecting, I'm thinking under eyes. Um, and it says it's for dark circles, blemishes and other imperfections. Whenever I see light reflecting, I always think of under eyes. Plus, I, you know, it is liquid. Uh, so a lot of people prefer to use a thicker consistency, a cream or, or you know, a stick uh, for blemishes. But very interested to see what this is going to be like. Is it going to be as thin a consistency and as high a pigmentation as the um, foundation is? I don't know. Uh, we're going to find out. The, the shade range, so it looks like there's a lot of them. Uh, I'm going to do some very quick full coverage math now. There's 22, but I will say it is. it does seem weighted quite heavily towards fair skin tone so we'll see we shall see um when we get more of them in to check and have a look at uh but yeah I'm curious about this because I love hourglass and I do like the foundation it's just not for my skin which is very dehydrated from living in LA it's not the perfect foundation for me uh curious to see whether or not the concealer follows along the same route as the foundation but we'll find out, won't we? That's what's wonderful about the world of beauty. Uh, also out right this very second, um, on the slightly cheaper end of the scale, slightly, very, the Maybelline Nudes of New York Eye Palette. Now, this is very exciting. I first saw this um, back in the last year, sort of October time, I want to say, and it was embargoed until um, the end of the year. And it is uh, a... The biggest uh, eyeshadow palette Maybelline have ever created. Very exciting. It has, again, full coverage math. Uh, 12, 16 shades in it. Uh, there are four larger pan sizes and 12 smaller pan sizes. So uh, the idea that you're going to get the most wear out of the four larger ones and then use the central 12 to um, play with, I guess. And it's a mix of shimmers and mattes. Um, the shimmers are very, very, very creamy and pretty. The pigmentation is gorgeous. As you can imagine, it's called Nudes of New York. It is a nude palette. It says it is inspired by the diversity of New York City, so it's news for everyone. Uh, I, it, it looks like it leans cooler, but I do think once I got it onto my face, it felt a little bit warmer. A couple of the shades, like the Soloist, which is sort of, it looks like a putty-ish shade, um, but it seemed to come out a little bit warmer. But regardless, it's very, very pretty. The pigmentation is very, very good, and it is a very, very decent price. So if you are in the market, God forbid, for another nude eye palette or a new nude eye palette, this is such a bargain, guys, and it's really pretty. I used, I've used it a couple of times. I used it um, Saturday night and Sunday night, and it was just really easy to work with. I'm really impressed, given the, the large scale of the palette uh, and the price of the palette, when you think about how much... I mean, okay, so I'm, it's not a direct comparison because you can't really compare. This is a very basic plastic palette. There's no bells and whistles in the packaging, but the way it's laid out and the color choices it's very NARS to me uh, but it is a fraction of a NARS price so you know maybe you're not going to get the exact same pigmentation and creaminess that you might from a NARS shadow but you are going to be able to get something quite similar and again fraction fraction of the price so if you're on a low buy or a budget buy for January rather than a no buy this could definitely be an option for you that's all I'm saying. Um, also on Maybelline's spring launches, uh, they are bringing out um, little tiny tubes of liquid blusher called Cheek Heat. Now these, I absolutely love. I posted these on our Instagram page, uh, Full Coverage Pod or Instagram, and um, they're absolutely gorgeous. First question anyone asks, first question anyone's asked me whenever I've shown them these is, are they a dupe for Glossier? Uh, obviously, Glossier Cloud Paint was the big uh, movement into that little tube of blush, liquid blush color, and everyone has been looking to achieve something similar ever since. I will say they are very similar. I will say uh, they are $10 cheaper each. I don't know exactly what they'll be in the UK when they come out, but um, they're $7.99 here. They're always on offer. You can always get two for one or buy one, get one half price. There's always a deal to be had on drugstore makeup in the States. And same as at home. Like, you know, there's always Boots or Superdrug have got some kind of deal on. Um, and uh, the Glossier 
card paints are $18. Um, the tubes are very similar. The packaging is basically identical. It has the same sort of screw-on lid. The design is very different, but the packaging is very similar. I don't know. I'm not saying anything. I have absolutely no way of knowing where either of them were manufactured. Uh, but they are very, very similar. I love the cheek heats. I think I like the colours a little bit more than I like in Glossier. Um, they lean a little bit pinkier, which for my skin tone is great. Um, I really, really like them. I've been using them all the time because my skin's been very dry um, with dehydration and it's been relatively cold I know it's not really cold but relatively cold in LA so my skin's been really dry so I have been happy to load up on cream products rather than powders and uh, they've been my first choice so big love for those two definitely a bargain another product that is out which is not a bargain but has stolen my heart in every way shape or form as you might have imagined Dior have brought my beloved lip glow to us in oil format and it's gorgeous. Uh, we've had loads of questions about this one. I know everyone knows how I feel about lip glow. <laughs> it's warm and fuzzy. Is this why Harry, I think this is, Harry said she's working, who knows? I think she just was like, I can't bear to sit here and listen to you talk about lip glow for another second. Um, they, it's out in oil. Uh, there are uh, six shades. They have got the um, standard light pink. There is a rosewood, which is more of a rosy brownish shade. There is a raspberry, which is a bolder pink. There is cherry, which is a reddish pink. I'm quite interested in that. There is coral, bright coral, and the berry shade, which I absolutely love, actually. I love that in regular lip glow. Love the berry. Um, I have got the light pink shade, which is the original. Um, now, it does say it has the same color-changing formula as the balm does. I will say to me, it's not nearly as noticeable. On the balm, my lip color changes immediately and it stains that color. And that's one of the things I love about it. With the oil, I noticed far less color change, but I didn't care because it was absolutely beautiful. From the packaging, it's like a little stubby uh, rectangular package with the, the knob, for want of a better phrase, on the end, uh, like all the Dior lip uh, glow packages have and um, it just feels divine it feels absolutely gorgeous so you're getting that glossy lip look which I love it's cherry oil is the main ingredient there um, that's giving you the oiliness but it's not at all greasy it's not at all sticky it feels very balmy it feels very protecting it's got a minty vanilla scent uh, but nothing aggressive, I will say, because I was like, oh, is it going to be like tingly? It's not. It's just vaguely there. Uh, but I honestly, honestly really love it. As I say, I've got one to test out. I may have to invest in some of the others or have a word with somebody and see how quickly they can be acquired because it's really pretty. And I'm all about gloss at the moment. You know, I've never been a massive matte lip girl. I've done a lot more matte lip uh, moments in the last year. Definitely 2019 has seen me in a lot more matte lip moments than uh, any other previous year. But I'm definitely feeling gloss for 2020. I think, you know, it's all part of this rise and shine brightness that we're all trying to bring to the world. I think it's a glossy, it's a glossy year. It's got to be a glossy year. Uh, so yeah, definitely Dior Lip Glow uh, is a yay for me. It would have been highlight of the week. Full disclosure, 100% would have been my highlight of the week, but I've already chosen something else. You'll have to hang out to find out what that's going to be. Mm -hmm. So it was my Yoda impression. I don't know where that came from. Um, another foundation, would you believe it? Now this one is quite scandalous. It's not scandalous. It's just, I mean, it's big news to me. I consider this very big news. You may know Bite Beauty for their lip products. You probably would only know them for their lip products because previously they've only brought out lip products. Uh, they also have the Lip Labs. There's one in New York. There's one in LA. I think there might be one in Toronto because Bite is a Canadian brand. Um, and I absolutely love, love Bite Beauty lipsticks. The lipsticks are beautiful. The treatment oil is beautiful. The agave lip mask is beautiful. Massive, massive fan of everything they've done. Very excited to find out that they are bringing out foundation. This feels so left field. I had no idea this was happening. Uh, but here it is. It's the Bite Beauty Change Maker Supercharged Micellar Foundation. Mmm, micellar, micellar. I'm not French. I don't know. Uh, they also have a Change Maker Flexible Coverage Press Powder coming out and a Change Maker Skin Optimizing Primer. Uh, so that's interesting. Primer and press powder and foundation. The whole jam. Uh, it's out January 10th, so it'll be with us by the end of the week. Bonkers. 
Um, it is, says it's long wearing. It says it's a natural flawless finish. says it's medium coverage. It's liquid. It's in a squeezy tube that you can see through. It's the dream come true. We love it so much. Um, and yeah, the micellar technology is using, do you know micellar from micellar water is that it, it gets into your, uh, when you wipe it over your face, it lifts the particles that are on there and, and cleans them away. So I'm curious to see how that's going to work in a foundation. Uh, it says the micellar technology helps it gently mimic skin texture for a smooth, non-cakey look. We like that. So I guess it's going to basically micellar will float on top of the skin. Um, not literally float ahead of it like the cat's faces on the movie Cats which I will not have a word said against because I loved it. It's the worst film ever made, but it's fantastic. Um, there's also uh, Mackie Berries or Macri Berries, uh, which is an antioxidant-rich ingredient. You know, like, throw your skincare ingredients into your foundation. Absolutely. They're not going to be the make or break for me for why I buy it, but chuck it in. I'm very happy to have it there. Um, so, yeah, this is an interesting one. We're definitely going to check this out. We will definitely get samples into review. We're talking to the brand, so we'll be able to let you know. There are a ton of shades. There is an absolute billion. I think that's a, the rough number is a billion. A stronger number would be, full coverage math, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 28, 32. So 32 is a decent number uh, for a launch. Um, again, they see it seems to lean slightly more towards the lighter end of the scale than the darker end of the scale, but there are some beautiful, rich, deep shades in there. Um, they're addressing all different undertones, uh, neutral undertones, golden undertones, bronze undertones, um, warm undertones, obviously golden undertones, peach undertones. I mean, okay, so the undertones goes on. Uh, but yeah, curious about this one. Mostly curious because of the squeezy tube that you can see through. Super pumped for that. That's basically my dream in a foundation. That's all I want. I just want a squeezy tube that I can see into. Is that too much to ask? No. So uh, yeah, we'll bring you more details on that when we have a review. But that's out the end of this week. Should you be so inclined? The Bite Beauty Changemaker Supercharged Micellar Foundation. Too long. Too long. There, I've said it. Too long. Um, another launch that we just found out about, which actually is really exciting to me. Um, I am trying to find when it's out because I am not looking at the press release properly. I am very simple. Um, exciting new collaboration from Estee Lauder. Now, this has come out. I mean, I, so I heard that this was going to happen, but I didn't know it was happening now, which is possibly because I'm an unprofessional beauty lover. Uh, but to the best of my knowledge, Harry didn't know either because this is so Harry's aesthetic, it almost looks as if she had made it herself. It is a collaboration between Estee Lauder and Danielle Lauder, who is the great-granddaughter of Estee Lauder herself. So she has pulled together a... Um, a curated collection of products for Estee Lauder, the brand. And I've got to say, it's blooming gorgeous. It is all rose gold and marble packaging. Think of um, the Dear Dahlia marble packaging, the white and grey type marble, but then with rose gold accents. Absolutely stunning. So there is a highlighter, um, which is a powder highlighter, and it's sort of um, one of those marbleized mix of shades. So you mix it all together to get a really pretty shade. There is a multi look palette. Hmm, where have we heard that before? Uh, it's matte and shimmer formulas, so you can make custom looks for your eyes, cheeks, and more. Party puff confused about that one because that feels like something that should have come out at Christmas uh, which is a filtered uh, loose powder that gives skin radiance and uh, a soft glowing finish so basically a sparkly powder a uh, bit curious as to why that's coming out in January but who am I to question these things I'm no one I am not the great granddaughter of Estee Lauder uh, cinematic complexion liquid very interested in this. This looks gorgeous. And this is a matte cream primer. Uh, it blurs pores, hides flaws, and fills in lines. Interesting. The packaging on that is absolutely gorgeous. I had kind of hoped it would be more of a morning aura vibe, but it looks like it's going to be more matte. You know, I'll check it out. We'll find out. Uh, there are two lipsticks, uh, Lux Lip Creams in Real Coral and Real Rose. Really pretty wearable shades uh, in a rose gold packaging. I mean, I think there's going to be one Ms. Charlotte Tilbury who's going to have a lot of questions to ask about this packaging, but that's just me. Um, 
<laughs> There's also a lip duet, which is a tint and a balm, uh, a custom duo moisturizing balm and a sheer tint. That sounds very interesting to me. And a um, makeup brush kit at $85, rounding out the set. So yeah, really interesting choices. Um, and as I say, rose gold packaging, <laughs> reminiscent of someone else, uh, but really, really pretty. So I am curious about this. We will try and get it in to test it. I think it probably will sell out. I understand it is a limited edition um, collab. So we'll find out. And is this Danielle Lauder moving into the family business for good? I don't know. We'll try and find out that too. Maybe she'd like to chat with us. I would have many questions. Um, but yeah, that's a pretty one. Very interesting. Weird to me that it's out in January. Weird to me that you would launch that. That felt like it could have been a holiday collection to me. But again, I do not work at Estee Lauder, so I cannot tell you. What I can tell you about are three launches that are brand new, but I have already tried spoiled spoiled um so the first one this is one we have had a million questions about i've seen a bunch of you have already bought it uh for those of you who haven't who have been hanging on for a review it is the fenty beauty snap shadows mix and match eyeshadow palette i mean i'm not saying that rihanna listens to full coverage or more likely people that work in r&d at sephora where they create these products um, but did we not just say we wanted rihanna to bring out a gorgeous eye product that was colorful and bright and sparkly and wonderful yes yes we did and she has and we thank her for it uh so the snap shadows mix and match eyeshadow palette it's that they are um Small format eyeshadow palettes. There are six shades in each. There is true neutrals. There is cool neutrals. We have deep neutrals. A rose palette that's very pinky toned. A peach palette that's strangely enough very peachy toned. A smoky palette that's got a lot of gunmetal grays and blacks and darker colors in it. A cadet palette, which is more of like an army shades, which is interesting. And uh, a pastel frost, which would you believe it is full of pastel frost shades. Now the palettes are $25 each from Sephora or you get two for $45. This is clearly where the plan was all along. So um, the idea was, you know, because you're like, oh, 25 bucks for a little palette. Well, I don't know about that. But you're like, oh, $45 for a 12 palette, 12 shade palette. That feels up there with, you know, your Anastasia's and your um, ABH's. ABH and Anastasia's is the same. No, yes. Anastasia Beverly Hills. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to say Huda. Your Huda's, your Anastasia's, your Nars's. Um, so you have the option of buying the six shades just for 25 or adding a $20 onto that and getting two. So you're saving uh, five bucks, which is nice. Love, love a save. Um, so here's the thing. I have got uh, cool neutrals and smoky. Now, I do feel like they were probably a little bit too similar and I could have got <laughs> something that was a bit different. But a lot of the shades, as quite a few people have pointed out, have all, a lot of the palettes have got this very similar sort of matte brown shade in them. It's kind of like the Pat McGrath matte black that pops up in everything. There's this sort of very um, neutral, groundy shade, ground earth, ground coffee, matte brown in a lot of the palettes. And uh, I could have done with not getting two of those. But that's on me. But I knew I was going to use the neutrals palette and I knew I was going to use uh, a smoky palette. So that's what I did. Um, I bought the two. I snapped them together. I was very pleased with myself. I know Difficult Eyes had a challenge in getting them together. I think a lot of people thought they were going to be magnetic. They're not. They do actually just click together. Uh, so you have to be a bit rough with them, which feels wrong because you're like, I don't want to be rough with them. Um, now, so I like them. Okay, this is it. It's weird. I don't not like them. I do really like them. I took them away with me. We went away for New Year's and I took them with me uh, to make myself use them. Um, I think they're nice. I just don't know if they're as good as I want them to be. Um, I just don't think they're that pigmented. They're sort of in the middle of pigmentation, they're not super richly pigmented. You're not going to take one swipe and with your brush. I mean, when you finger swipe, so there's a big difference between a finger swipe and um, a brush swipe, as we all know. And when you finger swipe, like for the most part, they look nice enough. Um, they're a little bit stiff in the pan when you first start getting into them, but then they warm up and it's nice. When you go in with a brush, especially a fluffier brush, um, I found it quite difficult to pick up enough pigment to lay down. Uh, you definitely have to layer them. For a lot of people, that is a bonus. A lot of people prefer to have a lighter pigment and layer it up that way. Um, <clears throat> I'm in the middle. I just feel like 
honestly, the pigment level of these is not that far away from the pigment level of the Maybelline Nudes of New York palette. And the Maybelline Nudes of New York palette is like a quarter of the price of two of these for even more for, for a lot of shades, you know, for more shades, you're getting more shades in the Maybelline palette and it's less, it's considerably less money. So I'm kind of torn. Um, part of me wants to check out the pastel palette because I feel like if there's going to be a winner, that's it. Cause I think the shimmers are probably better than the mattes. Um, the mattes felt quite dusty. They kicked up quite a lot of powder. Uh, but yeah, they're not, it's not a bad palette. It's not a fail. Like I didn't like the Moroccan palette or Moroccan Spice palette or the Galaxy palette either, really. I thought they were not, the quality wasn't there for a large format palette because these were smaller. I thought perhaps the quality would be better. I think it is marginally better. I still think there are better palettes out there. Um, I'm not mad at it. I like it. I love the format. Like I love the dinky little square two clip together, open both sides. Great for travel. Brilliant for tour. Um, but honestly, I wouldn't take them on tour because they are not reliable enough. Um, I prefer, I'm, I'm somebody who prefers a stronger pigment in my shadow that I can use a lighter touch and blend out than having to keep building um, to get it to where I want it to be. Now, if you're someone who likes a lighter pigment that you can build up, then these are for you. If you are someone who likes a stronger pigment from the off, you might be slightly disappointed. Um, but yeah, check them out. Um, they're in stores in Sephora. I think they're going to be in Harvey Nicks in the UK. So you can go and have a swipe and a play. But yeah, curious to see what other people think about those. I know Harry's got a couple too. and She's been playing with them. So we'll see what she has to say when she's back. Um, another eyeshadow palette, which I have been considerably less disappointed with. Oh, God, I feel so bad. I'm always shitting on Fenty and I don't mean to like I love you Fenty it's I love the eye primer and actually that's a point um a good point the eye primer underneath these will make a world of difference so crack out your primers um one palette that I've actually really really loved uh, and this is the new mini glam palette from Natasha Denona this is also $25 it is five shades not six so you're getting one shade less than the Rihanna uh, but you're getting Natasha Denona pigment. Uh, there are three shimmers, two mattes. It's just ridiculously beautiful. Um, it's called the Mini Glam because it is for a glam or party look in theory. It came out right before Christmas, so that's where they were going with this. Um, it's cool toned. It's very taupey, um, easy to wear, neutral shades. I absolutely love it. The pigment is gorgeous it wears like a dream uh, I took this away with us as well when Rihanna Rihanna's not Rihanna herself but when the Fenty palettes failed me this is where I went to um sort out my New Year's Eve look I just honestly Natasha Denona these are so gorgeous the mini palettes are my absolute favorites of hers because I love my beaver palette I had a massive beauty boner for the Metropolis palette, but these minis are so affordable and so portable and they're just really gorgeous. The great thing about this is um, the three shimmery shades are all very neutral and cool. Um, the golden one is kind of warm on the end, but the middle one and the end um, sparkly champagne color, it's quite cool and very wearable. So you could definitely shear that out and we use it for it every day. And then the two mattes, um, they're sort of a matte taupey color, creamy taupe, and then a matte dark rich uh, chocolatey brown uh, that you could use as a liner you can use as a crease color but I just think it's very versatile given that there's only five shades in it and they're all in a very similar color story I found it very versatile so big fan of that um, and yeah I that would definitely be my eyeshadow palette recommendation if you want to go more luxe uh, it's funny because the Fenty shades the nudes of New York and the Natasha Denona mini glam all in a neutral Bane, the ones that I got, obviously, I mean, Fenty, she had many color options, although not as many as I had anticipated, gotta say. Um, but yeah, the, the Natasha Denona just feels special. It feels beautiful. Um, so you could always get the nudes of New York as your everyday uh, work palette if you were so inclined. And then I would get the Natasha Denona, makes a gorgeous gift um, and makes an amazing going out palette. Stick it in your bag uh, to go from day to night if you're going out because it's so dinky and I love it so much. All you need is a little brush uh, and you are set. But yeah, big, big love for that. Uh, massive, massive fan. They have in me forever. Uh, and then the last thing she says, being very professional and trying to pick it up off the floor where she has left it, is 
So this is kind of interesting. Um, Urban Decay, as we all know, uh, make the greatest makeup setting spray, as far as I'm concerned, in the whole wide world, which is the all-nighter uh, setting spray. It's what I use. I know Harry uses it too. I have been through more bottles than I care to know. I absolutely love it. Uh, they have finally, finally, um, The Rock has come home. Sorry, no, that was just for the two people that listened to full coverage and my wrestling podcast, Tights and Fights. Um, but uh, Urban Decay finally brought out a um, all-nighter face primer. So we've got a primer that is long wear foundation grip. You know, this is the, the thing. When I think of Urban Decay, the two things I use most regularly, I think, apart from maybe the 24-7 pencils, but it's the all-nighter spray and the um, eyeshadow primer potion. So you've basically combined those two wonders in one product. We've got an, a face primer in the all-nighter brand. I wonder when they will make the eyeshadow primer potion all-nighter. They really should. You could do that. You can have that, Urban Decay. That's on me. You can have that. Um, but yeah, this is, it's a matte primer. It refers to itself as a stage five clinger. Uh, the all-night primer grips your foundation and won't want to let go. Our lightweight foundation formula goes on sheer to perfect your skin, leaving it feeling smooth, hydrated, and slightly lifted. Um, so I tested this. I can't say I felt it slightly lifted. Um, didn't, can't honestly say I felt especially hydrated from it either. Um, but... I did feel like it kept my foundation on. So, and it's mattifying, uh, which I don't mind because I'm like, yeah, mat mattify my skin and then I'll put my own dew back in. Thank you very much sometimes. Uh, but yeah, I liked it as a grip foundation. Um, it's not sticky like my beloved J1 jelly pack, which I know is so much harder to get hold of these days or like the Milk Hydro Grip uh, gel that goes on feeling quite wet and jelly-like and sticky. Uh, this is more of like a silicon creamy base product, uh, but it did work does what it says on the tin you know that's the thing so thanks for sending us that to test urban decay and uh definitely going to give it some more runs out i wore it to a party last night went to a hollywood party it was very exciting um and it was a bit warm in the room but not especially so i think it's going to be an interesting one to test once it's really up against some uh, sweaty goodness so we'll see what it looks like then but yeah interesting to see that as a roller it seems like a natural extension of the all-nighter brand was um Really happy to see that. Uh, it's nice to see brands doing what they do. And if you're going to extend, because they've kind of got to, because that's the business we work in, uh, it's nice to see you do it somewhere that makes sense. So pleased with that, Urban Decay. Thank you so much. Um, well, I really wanted to briefly talk to you guys. Before we move on to the main feature, I wanted to talk to you about the Golden Globes. Golden Globes. Now, as I say, Harry was there making people gorgeous. Um, she did an excellent job, because she does. And uh, there was just quite a lot of trends. Um, this is usually when you see trends popping up award seasons, when they start to appear on celebrity faces. Uh, it's, it's curious to me, because... It used to be that award season was where you saw the catwalk trends communicated and translated into slightly more wearable looks for the red carpet, which then would work their way down to everyday life. Um, now we are so influenced, or the industry is so influenced by influencers. Like I hate to use the term, but like, yeah, like it was so influenced by influencers, would you believe it? Uh, and that look has been dominant for so long and it informs so much about the makeup industry these days it blows my mind a little bit there's so much power and influence in influences would you believe it uh but you know what I mean like it's a very heavily contoured very heavily made up everyone's wearing false lashes all the time everyone's wearing a dramatic eye it's just been a very strong and powerful look that has had a hold over the industry for such a long time and for the first time, I think we saw something bouncing back. So instead of the red carpet trickling down, we saw the influencer look trickling up um, to a more dramatic look on the red carpet. This year, there were quite a lot of changes. So there was still a lot of obviously like classic Hollywood looks. We saw a lot of red lips that looked amazing. Aquafina looked like an absolute goddess. She had a gorgeous red lip and a black flick on the eye. I really loved it. But we also saw like an absolute ton, like a metric ton, that's a lot of them, um, of neutral, 
peachy, bronzy, monochrome look. So like, you know, the same color played on eyes, lips and cheeks, which is not really a red carpet thing. Um, we saw it on Charlize Theron. We kind of saw it on um, Saoirse Ronan. Uh, Gwyneth went very nude, a little bit of um, smoke on the eye, but everything else was pretty nude. Uh, then we also saw the other main look that we saw was just pretty. Um, we saw a lot of pretty faces, like Caitlin Dever from um, Booksmart. Actually, Beanie Feldstein from Booksmart, she looked really pretty as well. She, I mean, she looked a little bit more dramatic, which I love, because you're on the red carpet, bring the drums. Uh, but Caitlin Dever was so pretty. Um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, so pretty. Greta Gerwig, same thing, just like very pretty, pink lips, simple eye look. Zoe Deutsch, pink lips, simple eye look. Margot Robbie, pink lips, simple eye look. Um, it was just a big year for it. Uh, we had, um, what's her chops? <sighs> I've forgotten everyone's name. Elle, Elle Fanning. I want to say Dakota, but it was Elle Fanning. Elle Fanning has a very, very, very simple look. Um, again, the monochromatic thing going on, uh, just the pinks, really pretty. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting to see everyone, most people, taking a massive step back from that very big false eyelash heavy lined look uh, to see more fresh neutral faces and also I want to say a big uh, well done to a lot of the um, beauty reporting that's being done today online they're not retouching people's faces so you're seeing the actual textures of skin which is really refreshing you're seeing that people do not look like a filtered masterpiece like people have skin people have spots they have texture they have pores that's been really nice to see and that's definitely been reported today uh, people aren't touching up as much which is so nice to see so no one has to feel like a weirdo when their face has pores on it um one look that i do want to shout out because you've just kind of got to and that is lucy boynton uh, her makeup artist joe baker is an actual genius lucy boynton always killing it with really interesting looks on uh, the red carpet fashion and beauty um hers this time go check it out if you haven't seen it already she had her sort of platinum bob pushed behind her ears which is absolutely gorgeous makes me want to chop all my hair off again and then she has this very fluffy brushed up brow which feels very editorial and then she had um, a very very euphoria eye i fully expect harry to be um putting this on her face imminently so it was a glitter a sort of a negative space wing downward slanting wing that went out from the eye and then was filled in with silver glitter and just like tons and tons and tons of mascara then the face itself was kept very nude very neutral sort of a matte uh, nude lip on it just to let the eyes do all the talking and it was absolutely amazing uh and just like massive props to Lucy Boynton for being so creative and letting her makeup artist go wild uh, with her look every single time. She always looks stunning. Her um, face is gorgeous and it just carries that makeup so well. It never looks like the makeup is wearing her. She always looks like it's like, yeah, this is just how I look all the time with this amazing silver glitter face. What, you don't? And it's like, oh, I love you. Uh, but yeah, that's my take. <laughs> like, I really loved it. Uh, but yeah, so if you saw any um, red carpet looks from the Golden Globes, a couple of people messaged us because I was on Instagram um, while I was watching it. A couple of people messaged to say they weren't a massive fan of J-Lo's look. What I will say is it was very classic J-Lo. Uh, it was Scott Barnes, the makeup artist. It's very classic J-Lo. Lots of bronze, lots of glow. Um, I agree it it looked a, a little bit heavy-handed. In photos, it looks amazing. And then live on TV, it sometimes looks heavy-handed. I felt that way about Joey King as well. And I love Joey King's. It pains me to say it. When she was on TV being interviewed, her makeup looked quite heavy-handed. Um, but then in photos, it looks absolutely stunning. Uh, so, you know, you're trying to hit that balance. It must be really hard. I mean, Harry's going to be able to talk about that far better than I can. I personally am terrible at having makeup that looks amazing in real life and good on camera. I think it's one or the other. And even still camera versus moving camera is very difficult to get the two, get the balance of the two. Um, but yeah, J-Lo's, it was a bit, it was very heavily bronzed. But if you're into that, you're into that. And she just looked like J-Lo. Same as uh, Jennifer Aniston for me. I'm like, she just looks like Jennifer Aniston. Like, I would love to see Jennifer Aniston do something wild on the red carpet with her makeup or with her dress. Her dress was gorgeous. It was Dior created for her. Absolutely stunning. Um, but again, black sheath just with a big skirt on it um, instead of just a regular black sheath that she might have normally worn any other day of the week. Uh, but yeah, the... Definitely J-Lo, Jennifer Aniston, Laura Dern, 
Um, who else was up there playing it safe? Nicole Kidman, even. It was very classic Nicole Kidman, red lip, uh, beautiful milky white skin. Uh, but they all very much played it safe to their um, classic styles. And then I think it was on the younger end of the red carpet we saw people taking risks, like the Saoirse Ronans, the Elle Fannings, the Lucy Boyntons. Uh, so, yeah, curious. We'll see who the um, front runners on the beauty side of things are come the Oscars, which I'm very excited about. Right, I'm now going to take a quick break because uh, someone's knocking at the front door and quite frankly, I think it's makeup, so I have to go and collect it. <laughs> and then after this break, I'll be back with today's main feature, which is all about how to get through your no-buy, low-buy January. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, I am back. It was makeup. I am a monster. Uh, but I'm a better behaved monster than I have been in the past, I swear. I had a Sephora gift card. I used it. Just what are you going to do? Nothing. Um, and also, actually, I was buying replacement products, which is very unlike me. Um, I am a monster for hoarding and a monster for buying before I need something. But I actually used something up and needed to replace it, which is very exciting, which leads us very nicely onto our next topic, which is the no buy new year. So everyone's been talking about this. I know there is a no buy challenge on our Facebook group. Shout out to the gang that are doing that. Um, Harry is running a capsule collection challenge, a 10 piece capsule collection challenge on her Instagram page, um, which is really interesting. You know, how to break down, get out of the rut of using all the same products all the time and try and uh, use fewer products in your routine. So you're not blinded by choice. Now, obviously, Harry and I both get sent more product than most people. We definitely have more product than most people but it's part of our jobs as we have to tell you about it so we do get sent some stuff but I personally am an absolute savage for overbuying beauty and I know it I know it I'm so susceptible to the hype machine if there's something I don't think we can get a sample of and I'm terrified that it will sell out like the Pat McGrath palettes I'm just like oh my god I just have to get it like an absolute idiot I fall for it every time and I cannot even begin to tell you how much makeup I own I just did a massive lip clear out and I threw out lipsticks I bought like five six years ago like I didn't even realize how long I'd had them and I was like oh my god this is monstrous I had to do the sniff test on a bunch of stuff and it was did not feel good about myself afterwards but I will be joining, which I'm sure everyone is pleased to know, on the no buy January. Um, I'd like to go past January. We'll see where we go. So I'm only allowing myself to buy uh, products that replace products I've run out of. So, for example, my liquid and um, cake pencil um, eyeliner I had just used up, my brown Kat Von D tattoo and... Um, the cake pencil, uh, I'd use those up. So I've replaced them and that's it. So like they're there, that's it. I don't need a new brown eyeliner now. So like I am set. That will last me a good few months. Um, so that's the first thing I'm going to do. Basically, guys, I got married and moved house last year and that is not cheap. So this year is all about saving and not overbuying. And it's not even always about financials. I think that's the thing to realize when you're looking at a no buy, uh, especially a no buy year, which I know some people are doing, they're only replacing, but baby steps, kids, baby steps. I'm just doing January for now. One of the things is, and this is psychology, so you've got to look into the psychology of doing it. You can't just say, I am depriving myself of something because as soon as you tell your brain that you're depriving it of something, whether it is food, whether it is buying clothes, whether it is watching Netflix for 18 hours, whether it's buying makeup, your brain, as soon as you say I'm depriving you 
will want nothing more than that thing. It will want it so badly. Your brain is a monster. It's more of a monster than I am. It will fuck with you (laughs) in the highest order. It will just make you want that thing. So you have to rephrase it to yourself. You kind of have to play yourself. You're not depriving yourself of it. There's a reason why you're doing this. So you start with, I am doing a no by January because, and then, so what's your because? So your because might be, I'm trying to save money or your because might be because I have too much makeup. But then after that, because we're going to need a second because. So if you're no by January, because I'm trying to save makeup, uh, because I'm trying to save money, not save makeup, the opposite, because I'm trying to save money. Why are you trying to save money? Like You can't just be like, well, I just need to save money. You have to have a secondary goal. So it has to be, it can be as simple as because I was spending too much on makeup. And then I'm like, okay, I'll shut my mouth. They're, they're your, that's your goal. You are on a no by January because you were spending too much on makeup. Not because you're trying to save money, but because you were spending too much. Or it could be, I am trying to, on a no by because I'm trying to save money because I'm saving up for a house or because I'm saving up to buy X or because I know this palette is coming out later in the year and I want to buy that. You know, there's always more than your first reason. And the deeper you dig into the psychology of why you're doing something, the more it will stick in your brain. I know this sounds like Psych 101. I know it's, but it also sounds obvious. Like it just, honestly, it will so help you. And especially if you write it down. So if you were to pause this podcast, write this very second, grab a pen and paper, write down, I am on a no by January because, then write your first reason, then write because, because there's a second reason for that, because there might even be a third, there might even be a third. So just keep going until you've really found out your ultimate reason as to why you're doing it. And it it just can't be as simple as like, because I'm trying to save money. There has to be a reason behind why you want to save that money. Um, And that's what's really going to give you the motivation to get it done. So that would be the first thing I would say to you, work out why you're doing it, tell yourself why you're doing it, remind yourself why you're doing it, keep it written down people are going to say it sounds so silly, like, oh, no, buy makeup, whatever, it's no big deal. But to a lot of people, it is a big deal. A lot of people find buying makeup soothing. They find it helps their anxiety. They find it helps their depression. And you turn it into a crutch. And we've all been there. Uh, So I think it it gives you some um, power over yourself to say, I'm not going to do it. And also, it makes you really appreciate what you do have for a while. It makes you really reassess your priorities. Um, And you know what, if your foundation runs out and you want to try one of the new foundations that's coming out, then you can absolutely do that. But this is the second uh, point that I'm going to make on No Buy New Year, is breaking the hype and the marketing machine. So we just told you, I just told you about the new foundation that's coming out from Bite. It sounds really exciting. It sounds really fun. The packaging looks great. It's the first time they've created it. There's all this hype. Like, immediately, I've, I've bought into it. But, like, it's my job. I'm sorry. You could skip that part. Um, but the thing is, if you don't need that foundation, you don't need that foundation. So you can't assign power to that foundation that it should not have. Buying that foundation is very unlikely. I'm not going to say it's not going to because I haven't tried it. But it's very unlikely that it's going to change your life. Will it change your life from one day to the next if you buy it? No. Do you need a new foundation? Are you, or do you have a foundation that you're happy with? Do you have a foundation that is, um, it's good, it's not gone off, it's not gone sticky, it's not gone smelly, it's not clumpy. If you have a work foundation that you're happy with, you will not need to break your no by January just to try a new one. That foundation will still be on shelf in February. It will still be there in February. If you decide you want to try it then, you should totally try it then. But don't let the hype and the FOMO break your no buy because all you're doing is buying into wanting something because a marketing company has told you you want it. And I know we have a section called New News and that New News is to inform you of all the goings on in the industry and new products being launched. But it isn't supposed to be a list for you to say you must own all these things. It's just to tell you what's coming out and make you aware of them. So, you know, if you do need a new lip gloss, I've just told you the Dior lip gloss is out and it's great and I love it. So if you need a new one, keep it on your radar. If you do not need a new one, do not buy into the hype. Um, It's so much easier to say than it is to do, especially when we're all on Instagram and we're all online and we see everyone getting this stuff for free and we see them using it and they look so amazing. They got it for free. Like, would they be using it on Instagram if they hadn't got it for free? I don't know. Um, Something like the Maybelline palette that I talked about earlier... I would 100% buy that and use it because I think it's fantastic. 
um, it's also not $125 like a Pat McGrath. Like I'll see someone using um, like an Anastasio palette or a Huda palette that's like 50, 60 bucks. And I just think, oh, I want it. It looks so pretty. It looks so pretty. But I'm like, would I not rather have the 60 bucks in my pocket? Because I'm going to get it. I'm going to be really chuffed. And then I'm going to move on. We all own too much stuff, right? Like majority of us, 95% of us own too much stuff. And most of that is due to hype, due to FOMO, and due to believing that that product is going to do something for us that it is very unlikely it has the power to do. I bought some new uh, gym leggings earlier today, which... I mean, it's arguable to say whether or not I needed them, but I thought I bought into the idea that buying these leggings would encourage me to work out more at the gym. Now, that's insanity because I pay for a gym membership and I like going to the gym. Nothing is going to make me go more than needing to go. Buying leggings is a crutch. I didn't need to do it, but I did it because I'm not flawless I am not I am 100% fallible like the rest of us um but that's one of the things I want to try and do this year is break through the hype and the marketing um look at what the messaging is look at what they're telling you a lot of the time marketing people are really clever and the wording on their products um which is why I sometimes read out press releases because I find it really interesting um the wording on the products will play up uh, a quality in the product that exists in all those products. Um, you know, like a lot of people will be like, oh, f free of nasties or non-toxic. These are not phrases that should make you want to buy something because quite frankly, if makeup was toxic, it's not on the shelf. Uh, I will say America has much more lax guidelines, uh, especially compared to Europe in what ingredients are and aren't allowed in their products. But toxic is such a fucked up word to use in relation to beauty. Uh, nothing you're using is toxic. Um, when I see keywords in marketing, just ask yourself questions like, what does this mean? When it says, like, you know, 1% synthetic fragrance, or only 1% synthetic fragrance, it, they're, they're suggesting to you that that's a really low amount. But what is the amount of synthetic fragrance in any other product? Maybe that is only 1%. Maybe it's less than 1%. Maybe it's more than 1%. We don't know. But they're pulling that out as a sales point because they're thinking that they can convince you that's something good that's specific to their product. But we don't actually know because no one else is telling us what their percentage of synthetic fragrance is. You could probably go and ask five other companies and they'll be like, yeah, like 1%. That seems about right. Um, so, you know, just keep that in mind. Always look at the wording on a product. Never buy something because of clever wording or a trademark phrase. Nine times out of ten, whenever something says, like, trademark luminosity, like a, a made-up word, it's a made-up word because it's a made-up thing and it's not something you need. So definitely, definitely check through the hype, check through the marketing. Um, third point, Look for inspiration online by all means and in magazines and wherever you go to look for inspiration, beauty tutorials, YouTube tutorials, Instagram, Facebook, but you've got to be able to break through the FOMO. And if you can't break through the FOMO, stop looking. If you know going on Instagram and watching an influencer do her makeup, even if it's one you like, even if it's one you love, if you know watching her do her makeup is going to give you FOMO, that you don't own the product that she's talking about and that you're going to feel shitty that you can't own that product or that you're not buying right now, just don't do it. Like break that cycle. Um, one thing that I've started doing, which I found really helpful, especially with regards to Instagram, is if I I'm such a sucker for mindless scrolling like, because I'm writing all the time because I work from home. I don't talk to many humans. You guys, you guys are my humans, um, but I can easily not talk to any humans other than Jeff for days, which is concerning for everyone involved. It should be. Um, but what I will do instead is I will watch Instagram TV. I will comment, I'll message my friends. I'll talk to my friends, but I'll also watch and scroll through pictures of people I don't know and people I'll never know. And I watch a lot of Instagram influencers and that kind of thing. But it was making me feel crappy because it was making me feel like, oh, we don't work with that brand or that brand doesn't send us products or that person must be better than us because they're working with her and they don't acknowledge us. And I don't know, I should have this and I should have that and I should buy that and I should get that. And that will make me feel better but it won't make me feel better. The only thing that will make me feel better is knowing my own worth and not looking. Like, just look away. So now I have a rule that when I'm looking at Instagram, if I've gone through five pictures and I 
do not have a positive feeling or a positive emotion, I turn it off. Like I just come out of the app. So I'll look at five pictures. If I don't feel good about myself at those five pictures, I have to make a note to check with myself and I just walk away. Uh, and I've honestly found it so helpful for my mental health. Uh, it's so much healthier than just scrolling and scrolling until you get a reaction from something. Because that's what you're doing. You're kind of chasing a hit but you don't know if it's a good hit or a bad hit. Like you're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling until you feel something. Um, and you will either scroll and scroll and scroll until you see something that makes you so happy and then you'll tap it to like it. Or you'll scroll and scroll and scroll until you see something that makes you unhappy or makes you jealous or makes you envious or makes you angry. Um, but you're just looking for an emotional hit and it's not healthy. Like do not tie your emotions and your cravings, your emotional cravings to Instagram or to social media in general. So look for inspiration. But if you start feeling FOMO, walk away. Uh, associated to this, tied into this, delete the apps. Delete the apps, you guys. Um, I'm not talking about social media. I know a lot of people who have taken them off their phones and they just use it on their computer and they, that really works for them. It will not work for me. I use uh, social media for work all the time. And also I just... I don't want to, so like, don't delete the social media apps unless you really want to. What I have done is deleted all the shopping apps off my phone. So I had Sephora on my phone, I had Ulta on my phone, I have Amazon on my phone, I had uh, Target, I think, I had a Bloomingdale's, I had all these apps on my phone. I had my credit card details saved into the apps, so all I had to do was two taps and I had purchased something. I have deleted all of them. Now, if I want to buy something, I have to go onto the website. I have to log in. I have to get my credit card out of my wallet. I have to tap it in. Just putting those little boundaries in front of yourself is going to make a world of difference. It's just going to make your life easier. Take away the temptation. So if you can, if it works for you, delete social media if that's what you want to do. Um, if not that, definitely try and delete any shopping apps off your phone. You will just feel lighter. The temptation is gone. It's further away. You'll just feel better about yourself. The amount of time that I spent every day just scrolling through online shops. And I tried to think of it as how much time that would have been out of my day if I'd physically been in a shop. It was like an absurd amount of time. It's like if I imagine if I got up out of my house, got in the car, drove to the shops and spent as much time walking around shops, randomly looking at things and putting them in a bag and then dropping the bag and leaving and going home. It's a ridiculous amount of time. So Definitely figure that out. Um, and then the last point I want to suggest is when you're on your no buy, if you're not buying new stuff, you're going to be looking to shop your stash. You're going to be looking at what you really have. Now, I want you to really, really, really pay attention to what you use. So even though I'm not buying anything, I still have so much stuff. It's still overwhelming. So what I'm trying to do this month is really, really look at what I actually use and to start cutting back on the things that I don't. So my skincare, for example, um, my skincare cabinet is disgusting. There is so much stuff in there. And a lot of it I've been trialing. A lot of it is masks that I use once or twice. Um, but ultimately, what I use every day, I use my cleanser. Um, and I have a couple of those. I did do a massive cleanser clear out. So I have the uh, Beauty Pie Jeju pump cleanser in there. I have my Elemis uh, double cleansing balm, my um, Pro Collagen Marine cleansing balm, cleansing balm. And I have uh, the Clay Cosmetics Oxygenating Foam Facial Wash. They're the three cleansers I have. Uh, I love them. I use them. That's great. But then when it came to serums and creams, I had so many. What I actually use every day is the QMS collagen morning and night. Um, I use a vitamin C in the morning. I have the Garden of Wisdom ferulic acid vitamin C and I have the Drunk Elephant vitamin C. I'm using them both. I don't need any other serums on top of those two for daytime. Like that's it. I use the collagen and I use a vitamin C. Then I need a moisturizer on top of that and then I use an SPF on top of that the SPF I'm using at the moment is the Dr. Loretta urban antioxidant sunscreen that's an SPF of 40 I really love it um it has got um UVA UVB and HEV and pollution uh, protection in it which is really nice so the HEV you're going to see a ton of stuff coming out with protection from HEV that is the light that comes from electronic devices um and also the sun 
but um, it's a blue light. Uh, you're going to be hearing a ton about people telling you you start using HUV protection. I don't know what the science is on that yet, but it's got UVA and UVB. We know you need protection against UVA and UVB. Any protection against pollution, we absolutely love. Um, so I've been loving that sunscreen. But noticing what I've been really enjoying and noticing what I really use has made me appreciate the things that I am using so much more. Uh, when I get bogged down in trying to test everything and try everything and know about everything and put everything on my face, it's another form of form FOMO because it's like at night I'll use my QMS night collagen serum and then I'll use my Kate Somerville retinol vitamin C serum. But then I'm looking at everything else in my cabinet and I'm like, oh my God, I have the Elemis super smart collagen serum and I've got this Zellens circadian rhythm melatonin serum and I've got this and I've got all these incredible things and oh my skin needs all these things it needs all and it, then your brain just goes whappy especially before bed last thing you need last thing you need uh so really streamlining what you have is going to help you cut through what you need so much better Look at what you use that makes you happy. Look at what you use that you know gives results and just stay focused on that. Like just cut away the, 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 the chatter and the clutter. I have combined the two to call it the clatter accidentally there. Um, but that's really, really, really going to help you out. And it's just definitely, definitely helped me work out what I actually need in my life. And then that helps me not fall victim to FOMO, not fall victim to buying stuff that I don't really want. Um, so that is just my top tip on the uh, shopping your stash front. And yeah, that I hope that's going to help with your no buys. So, you know, break the hype machine, don't fall for the marketing, look for inspiration. But if you start feeling FOMO, walk away, work out what you really, really need delete the apps and most importantly work out your why like find out why you're doing it I honestly am telling you it will be the most powerful thing you do and you can apply it to anything after that once you have worked out why you're doing the thing that you're doing it will help you keep doing it it will keep you motivated write it down look at it every day know why you're doing it and um, just that will really help you stick to it and I really really believe in you and people might think it's silly and flippant something like a no buy January but you know, if it's on us to do these things for ourselves and uh, I think we're pretty great at it. So yay us. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to have to do it by myself for the first time in the year. I'm also losing my voice already. Can you tell? It's so bad. It's so bad. So I hope you will all sing with me after three. One, two, three. Highlight of the week. I swear two birds just flew down in front of the window when I sang. They might have been coming to see what the horrendous noise was, but I swear it. I, I haven't got my phone. I can't take a photo. But oh my God, that's amazing. Aw, birds. One's a baby. Anyway, um, they are not my highlight of the week. <laughs> the baby birds are not the highlight. Thank you for singing with me if you did. I know if you didn't. I'll just know it. I just know it. Uh, <laughs> you wait till I see you. But anyway, uh, my highlight of the week, I'm going to wrap up quickly because this has been a long one. Um, this is so exciting. I'm so excited. You know I loved when the initial launch of this line came out. It was the NARS Afterglow Lip Balm. It came out last year, the year before, in Orgasm. Um, and I absolutely loved it. I am on my third tube of that, I think. It reminds me very much in texture of the Dior Lip Glows, but it doesn't have the color change technology. It's just a really pretty peachy um pink shade with the golden shimmer the, the orgasm shade you all know what it is you're listening to full coverage um and i absolutely loved it massively thrilled to see that nars have expanded the range they now have uh, Dolce Vita, which is a sheer dusty road. They have Wicked Ways, which is a sheer mulberry. Fast Lane, which is a sheer mauve nude. I love that in their regular lip color, so I'm excited to see it here. Um, Torrid in a sheer warm coral and Turbo in a sheer cherry red. They are currently all in stock in Sephora. Uh, cannot recommend them highly enough. I uh, got Torrid. I treated myself to a Torrid right before the holidays, and it's absolutely gorgeous I love it so much I feel like this is a product that um first of all, they're really lovely multi-purpose I think if you've got the red or the um the fast lane or the um wicked ways or the turbo you could absolutely use it as a cream blush it's a really really pretty sheer flush of color um 
And then Torrid, Torrid's probably a little bit too light to go blush, but you can definitely use Orgasm as a highlighter uh, as well, which I really love. Uh, so they're multi-purpose, but they're just really gorgeous if you are not on a no-buy. <laughs> Or if you need a lip balm, maybe you need a new lip balm. Maybe your tinted lip balm just ran out. In that case, fill your boots. I really love them. Um, I'm excited to see them back. They feel special and fancy. The packaging is gorgeous. It's like a metallic um, colored tube. Just really, really pretty. And they're very, very, very wearable, especially in this crappy winter weather. Uh, they just give that really pretty pop and uh, also are really protecting and soothing and gorgeous on your chops. So yeah, hard recommend from me. Um, that's going to be it for this week's full coverage. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much to our beloved Patreons. We could not do this without you. It means the world to us that you would chuck a couple of quid our way, whatever level you are um, subscribing at. We absolutely adore you. Uh, if you have any requests for the January episode, do let me know. We'll be recording that very soon. Uh, you can find out more about that at patreon.com slash full coverage podcast um and yeah please come and join us there we'd love to have you and uh also she says trying to remember all the things if you're not a member of the full coverage podcast beauty banter group on facebook come join us very easy to find go to facebook.com forward slash full coverage click on the top pin post that will take you to the group um and yeah failing all else if you felt like leaving us a little review on apple Podcasts, we'd love you forever we always enjoy a little review uh, and if you don't feel like leaving us a little review, um, maybe tell a friend, tell a friend to listen. Uh, we are always open to making new full coverage friends. So hopefully today's episode was helpful to you, um, either in the massive influx of new news or in my pop psychology tips on how to stick to your no buy one way or another. I really hope it helped you out. Um, remember, we're here for you. The full coverage beauty banter group is here for you if you are struggling with your no buy or if you need a bit of inspiration. Um, it's my favorite place to be on the internet when it comes to beauty. I just think it's such a wonderful, supportive gang of people and, um, I don't know if there's another one like us. I really, really do love how positive and uh, awesome we are people. Thank you for that. Um, and yeah, I'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. What will it be about? Who can say? Well, I could, but I'm not going to tell you. You just have to wait and see. Uh, but thank you so much for listening and I'll speak to you again soon. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.